What would a life look like if its inner sense conformed to this passage? How might someone else try to tell such a life? We assume that a life worth the telling involves a shaping force and weight, eventually cohering into something more than so little impression. But this passage insists on messiness and waste, on fruitless labor. It focuses on the failure of personal coherence to emerge in time. Others are there, alongside you from the beginning, and they get in your way. They desire us urgently as you do. Their desire interferes with yours. The scene is mystifying. Each individual struggles to make something. But the larger cultural loom on which the individual patterns are plotted and pursued is defective in ways that those striving below might guess at but cannot alter. All the actors become entangled like stringed puppets, helplessly careening into each other's space. The more they strive, the more inextricable the entanglement. Becoming Faulkner My title seems to invite us to consider the notion of becoming, of making something out of a life, in a more positive light. It promises the story of Faulkner's becoming a writer and eventually a world-renowned artist. One anticipates a narrative of obstacles encountered and eventually dealt with. One expects Faulkner to achieve his becoming, to get his arms and legs and mind and feelings and imagination and typewriter into the clear. Becoming implies a gathered coherence, an achieved project not unlike Judith's sought-after weaving, something gaining in sense and wholeness as it progresses. William Faulkner did become a great novelist, who would deny it? I have become a writer about his achievement. My book is in your hands. And you may become a reader of my book. May. There's the rub. Inasmuch as you are now where he and I once were, in the uncertainty of the present moment, you are in a position to recognize the concealed time trick on which all claims of becoming are premised. You might not become my reader. In the present moment, this is something that is started but not yet concluded. You could put the book down, move back a bit further in time when this book was still to be written, and I might not have become its author. Move back further yet, to the present time of Faulkner, and Faulkner might not have become Faulkner. We know what any becoming looks like only because, after it has taken place, its force and weight are recognizable. Retrospection magically transforms the messy scene of ongoing present time into the congealed order it, later, appears always to have been headed for. But in the turbulent present moment, prior to an achieved becoming, there is... what? In the vortex of the present moment, there is frustration and confusion. Confined to that moment, which is where all human beings are confined, the time frame in which life itself is lived, one experiences, whenever the unanticipated arrives, bafflement rather than recognition. And one's ability to cope with the unexpected is inseparable from the resources culturally bequeathed for coping. In Faulkner's desiccated early twentieth-century South, a place stubbornly facing backward, these resources were specially tenuous. Buffeted by events, one strenuous moves entangled with the counter-moves of others, the Faulkner protagonist, like Judith Sutpin in The Passage from Absalom, feels certain of one thing. I can't matter.